I speak to you in the name of the Almighty, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, once upon a time, there was a shepherd tending his sheep at the edge of a country road. A brand new Land Rover screeched to a halt next to him. The driver, a man who was dressed in a designer suit, expensive shoes and a flashy wristwatch and sunglasses, he says to the shepherd, say, if I guess how many sheep you have, will you give me one of them? The shepherd looked at the man over and he's like, looks at the sprawling field with all of his sheep and he's like, all right, sure. So the young executive parked his SUV, he connected a notebook in this wireless hotspot, entered a NASA site and scanned the ground with his GPS, opened a database, then printed his report out on his mini printer. He turned to the shepherd and said, you have exactly 1,586 sheep. The shepherd answered, Oh, that's exactly right. Wow. How did you know that? That's exactly how many sheep I have. And the young man took, nope, sorry. The shepherd answered, that's right. So now you get one of my sheep. Now you can take one of them. So the young man took one of the animals and he put it in the, he walked to his Land Rover, put it in. And the shepherd called out and said, hey, before you leave, before you leave, If I tell you what you do for a living, will you give me my animal back? And the guy's like, sure, go ahead, give it to me. The shepherd says, you're a consultant. The man said, that's exactly right. How did you know? The shepherd responded, very simple. First, you came here without being called. Second, you charged me to tell me something that I already knew. And third, you don't really understand anything about my business, and I'd really like to have my dog back. (laughs) So my sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. Even though I've never seen a shepherd in real life, the Good Shepherd is one of my favorite names for Jesus. The closest that I've ever been to a shepherd is at a Christmas pageant when our little guys are dressed up as cute as ever in their little shepherd costumes. And yet, I find the image of Jesus as Good Shepherd so comforting until I think about myself as a slobbery, kind of cute, untidy, dumb sheep. And then, as I was preparing for today, looking up information on shepherds, I came across a story that Barbara Brown Taylor um, tells in one of her preaching books. She's an Episcopal priest. She discovered that someone she knew grew up on a sheep farm out in the Midwest, and according to him, sheep are not dumb at all. Praise the Lord! Apparently, it's the cattle ranchers who are responsible for spreading that ugly rumor. 
and all because sheep do not behave like cows. According to this cowboy, cows are herded from the rear by hooting cowboys and cracking whips. But that doesn't really work for a sheep. If you were to stand behind them making loud noises, all they would do is run around behind you because sheep prefer to be led. You push cows, but you lead sheep. And they will not go anywhere that someone else does not go first. Namely, their shepherd who goes ahead of them to show them that every little thing is going to be all right. Taylor also explains that in Palestine today, it's still possible to witness a scene that Jesus probably saw on the daily more than 2,000 years ago. That of the Bedouin shepherds bringing their flocks home from the various pastures they have grazed during the day. Often, those flocks will end up at the same watering hole around dusk. So they all get mixed up together, eight or nine small flocks turning into a convenient of thirsty sheep. Their shepherds don't worry about the mix-up. When it is time for them to go home, each shepherd issues his or her own distinctive call. A special shrill or a whistle or a particular tune on a particular reed pipe. And then each sheep withdraws from the crowd to follow their shepherd home. They know whom they belong to. They know their shepherd's voice. And it's the only one they will follow. I also heard about a preacher who visited a shepherd to see what their life of sheep was all about. I think it's on my bucket list now. The shepherd was speaking in a whisper, telling the preacher about the sheep on their daily life together. The preacher asked, why are you whispering? And they said, well, if I speak any louder, they will all come running to me. They know my voice and they want to follow me. The entire chapter of John 10 is about Jesus, the good shepherd. Jesus makes it crystal clear that the good shepherd is personally, if not intimately, involved with all of his sheep. His closeness with the individual sheep is clear in verse 3 when it says he calls them by name. Even in the Old Testament, we can see from Nathan's story in 2 Samuel that sheep were sometimes given the status of a pet. In fact, so close were the shepherd with their flock that one shepherd is reported to have been able to tell which lamb went with which nursing mother in the dark merely by feeling its little woolly head. The shepherd is also involved enough with its flock that they know his voice. Kind of like I said earlier, in those days, multiple flocks would sometimes be brought into the sheepfold at night. The next day, each shepherd would go out into the middle of field. They would each take their turn and stand in the middle and call their sheep out. It was not a matter of the exact call or the exact words, 
but the sheep responded primarily to the distinct tone of the shepherd's voice. So I have to ask, do you hear the voice of the good shepherd? When Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, I know them and they follow me. Do you know him? Do you hear him? Truth is, we all have a little trouble hearing the voice of our shepherd from time to time. So be patient with yourself. Some days it may sound like a whistle and other days like a soft breeze. Some days it comes in a song and other days it's the tender voice of a sweet friend. It can usually be heard sometime between your getting up and your lying down each day, leading you beside still waters, restoring your soul. All of you have heard the voice of the Good Shepherd this morning. You heard his voice when you heard the scriptures proclaimed during the liturgy of the word. I don't know if you noticed, but every time somebody reads the word of God, they say at the end, the word of the Lord. And you say, thanks be to God. Hopefully you're hearing the voice of God right now and the words that I'm trying to proclaim to you. Or maybe you hear it in the, when you state your belief in the Nicene Creed or when we pray together. And most definitely when you follow your leader, your good shepherd to the table and when he feeds his flock with his body and his blood. Thankfully, you followed the good shepherd here today. You heard his voice, the one who loves you and is willing to ignore his own needs in order to meet the needs of his sheep. Over and over in John chapter 10, he states that the good shepherd gives his own life for his sheep. We may not understand it as clearly as his listeners did that day. But they certainly understood the sacrificial nature of the shepherd and his discussion of the sheepfold. When sheep were pinned in at night outside the city, the shepherd himself would often construct a makeshift fold. He would take brush and bushes and construct them in a U or some other formation, depending on what was already at hand. He would then place thorny branches on top of the brush to both inhibit the sheep from jumping out and from wild animals or thieves from coming in. The only way in and out of the fold was through a little space that he would leave open. And the shepherd himself would actually lie across that opening, becoming the door in and out, day after day. The shepherd's own comfort and sleep were secondary to the comfort and safety of his precious sheep. He would lay down his life night after night for his sheep. And ultimately, the good shepherd Jesus did give his own life for his sheep. That includes you and it includes me. 
We are all part of God's flock. And by the way, woolly friends, you are stuck with this flock of Christians. Let remind you that sheep, well, we're sheep. They panic easily and they refuse to be pushed. They make the most of their decisions based on their appetites and they tend to get into head-butting contests for no reason. Hmm. But stick with the flock, friends. In the midst of the flock is where the shepherd can be found, which makes it your best bet, not only for survival, but for joy. Sheep don't go it alone. They follow their shepherd. We must follow the one who knows us, who cares for us, who loves us, who feeds us, who calls us by name and gives us eternal life. Please pray with me. Holy are you, shepherd of all people, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. For you, Jesus, are the one who left the green pastures to climb the garbage heap of Golgotha. You waded out of the living waters to be drenched with the abuse of the world. You wandered the streets of the kingdom covered with the dust of sin and death to lead us, your sheep, into the kingdom of joy. Now, help us to follow you, good shepherd, in all the places you will lead us. Amen. Amen.